This call may be recorded or transcribed. It's God we aim to please. 
Declare victory. 
walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Good morning, Miss
Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Could I ask a prayer for myself? Uh, I'm having some uh, pain in my left leg all the way up uh, and going down my leg. If we can just keep me in your prayers, I would just totally love it. Okay, yes, we certainly will. Thank you. You have a wonderful day. God bless you. you. God bless you as well. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Happy Wednesday. Guys, got our back all the time. Have a blessed day. You too. Thank you. Good morning, Miss Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Valacita. Have a good day. I'm going on mute. All righty. Hey, good morning, Good morning, morning, Valacita. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I heard three people. Good morning, Valacita, Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Thank you. Hey, it's Didi. I was just going to say happy birthday to Tanya today. Oh, yes. Happy birthday. (laughs) Good morning. (laughs) Good morning. That's awesome. And good morning to you, Didi. Good morning, beautiful. I thank you for all your prayers and love, because trust me, I have felt it. So thank you, and kiss Ashanti for me. I sure will, and I'll continue to keep praying. Love you. Good morning, Valacita. It's Miss B. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. Good morning, Miss B. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy birthday. Tanya. <laughs> Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning. Good morning. Oh, go ahead. Go morning. ahead. Good morning. No, this is Kedra. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Kedra. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Was that Brother Al I heard? Yes, ma'am, it is. <laughs> I, 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 I have a prayer question today because, you know, I'm, I've been commuting for Lord have mercy, and I'm really working on getting myself off this this commute and I know it's time to get off and I'm doing everything in my powers with it. You know, I try to make a move I say be still and I was being still. And I'm 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 like really close to doing it and I really want to get off this road, this commute because no pun intended but the money's not worth it. Mm-hmm. My life not worth it. Um right. It's not worth it. You know, okay. it's not, you know, 
And I'm yep, ready most to commutes are tough. Me. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Excuse me. I mean, I, I, I just oh, no, no, no. stop to kind of get my to review myself because, you know, the adversary, he tries us. What's your prayer request? My prayer request is that the Holy Spirit allow me to make this move and open up these doors as I start making these uh, applications online to apply to areas that are close by, but also not just that, but things that he has set up for me to open up the doors, that the doors just open wide open, and everything will be accordingly and smooth in in Jesus' name. Got it. Thank you so much, Brother Al. Have a blessed Wednesday. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Miss Sunshine. Good morning, Sunshine. Happy Wednesday. Hey, good morning. This is Kedra again. If we could pray for Raymond Lee and Raymond Ramonte and Raymond R., that is my son's father and my son. My son's father is in the hospital. He passed out and they don't know what's going on. So we just keep the Leakes family in prayer. The Leakes family. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Good okay. morning, Danielle. Good morning, Danielle. Happy Wednesday. I have a prayer request for the Wallace family. Okay. Thank Uh, you. Prayer for comfort for them? For comfort. Yes, I was going to say for comfort. uh, They're going through a rough time and there's some illness that's going through family members and mental illness. Health and mental. They're all health, but they finally came together. They said two Okay. I got that. Thank you, Daniel. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue joining us for the last week of June, where our monthly theme is entitled Sanctification Set Apart. All the declarations will focus on the importance of sanctification and being set apart to do and hear the will of God so that you can execute his plan for yourself. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, where we will call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths, along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. 
Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through your PayPal account at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through Cash App at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings for our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have some prayer requests. First one is from uh, Sister Susie. Susie is asking for prayer. She's having pain in her left leg. So let's just pray for healing for Susie. Brother Al is asking us to pray for him so that the Lord would make a way for him to no longer have to commute, have a long commute. That he'll, the Lord will open up some opportunities for him, and 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 uh, so that he can have a shorter commute. Kendra is asking for prayer for the Leeks family. One of their loved ones is in the hospital. She's asking for prayer for her sons as well. Um, Danielle is asking for prayer for the Wallace family. Asking for prayer for comfort and for healing for um, some of the family members in the Wallace family. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Rochelle. Declaration will be brought by Dion. And then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Rochelle. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 16. Because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading doing and hearing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to Rochelle. Have a blessed day. Good morning. Uh, just want us to take a few minutes <clears throat> just to take, uh, just breathe. Take a deep breath in and out. And we're going to rest on the breast of Jesus. We're just going to lay everything at his feet. The scripture says, cast your cares on me because I care for you. So we're going to take a moment just to cast our cares onto him and we're going to rest. Just give him a silent moment. Hallelujah. Glory. I'm going to ask that you put your phones on mute as we go to the throne of grace. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for this day, oh God. A day that we've never seen before, oh God. This is a new day, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for your new mercies and your grace, oh God. We thank you for your tender love and your kindness, oh God. Lord, we thank you for always being available, oh God, that you always incline an ear to hear us, oh God, as we come humbly and boldly to your throne of grace, as we rest, hallelujah, at the altar, oh God. Lord, that we lay everything at your feet, oh God. Lord, and we seek you with our whole hearts, oh God. Lord, we don't come to you um, with emotions of the situation because we're going to give that to you. Lord, we're going to take our will and exchange it for your will. 
Yes. Father, in the name of Jesus, this day we entrust our work to you. And you know the plans will work out well because we do everything, you do everything we ask with your help, with the help of Christ, who gives us strength and power. Philippians 4 and 13 and Proverbs 16 and 3. Because we reverence your name, your goodness shines on us like the sun with healing in its rays. We praise you and never forget how kind you are to us. You forgive all our sins and heal all our illnesses. You save us from the grave and surround us with your loving kindness and your tender mercies. Lord, we plead the blood of Jesus over ourselves. Lord, we cover our bodies, our mind, our emotions, our spirits, every situation, oh God, with the blood of Jesus. Lord, we plead the blood of Jesus against physical, mental, and emotional abuse. We plead the blood of Jesus against any diseases, viruses, any illnesses they may try to overtake us. We release the heal, you release the healing virtue of Jesus Christ in our bodies and in our minds. Lord, we curse every root, every attack upon our health. Jehovah Rapha heals us and keeps us in perfect health all the days of our lives. We plead the blood of Jesus against calamities, catastrophes, sorry, God, and any hidden dangers that would try to come up against us. Through the blood of Jesus, we have been redeemed out of the hands of the evil one. Lord, we thank you, O oh God, that you shelter and you comfort us, O oh God, that you hide us under your wings, O oh God, that we can dwell in the secret place of the Most High and abide in the shadow of the Almighty, O oh God, that the righteous run to you, O oh God, and we are safe. So, Lord, we thank you, O oh God that we can come to you, O oh God, and that you cover us and keep us. Lord, as I lift up Susie to you, O oh God, Lord, I pray that uh, she begins to believe and know that healing is the children's bread, O oh God, and that she can call forth healing, O oh God. Lord, in the midst of that pain, if she would just call out your name, O oh God, and believe that you are Jehovah Rapha, O oh God, Lord, we just ask that uh, we come in agreement with her that you are Jehovah Rapha, oh God. And when she feels the pain, oh God, that she uh, will not uh, put the pain out in the atmosphere, but she'll call your name and she'll plead the blood of Jesus over that pain. Lord, Al was asking for, uh, for the Holy Spirit will allow him change in his job, but we know that the Holy Spirit leads us and guides us, oh God. So we pray, oh God, that uh, Al will seek the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to minister to him, oh God, in which direction to go. Lord, we can come to you um, with our pleas and our wants and our desires, oh God, but Lord, we yield to you that you will uh, instruct us, oh God, because you are Alpha and Omega. You know the beginning and you know the end, and you know the process in between, oh God. 
So, Lord, I just pray that uh, Al begins to yield to you, that he can hear from the Holy Spirit with clarity, oh God, as he brings his petitions, uh, petitions unto you, oh God. Lord, I thank you, oh God, that uh, for Kedra, oh God, she's asking for a prayer for the Leeks family, oh God. Lord, we know that you are not the author of confusion, oh God, that we can call on your name and you will call things into order, oh God. So, Lord, we ask that you call uh, healing in a line, to a line up with your word, oh God, for the Leeks family, oh God that you touch uh, everything that's going on with them. Lord, you know what's going on. Lord, you instruct the doctors uh, to give the right report, oh God, and know how to treat them. And for whatever reason that they will uh, understand what's going on um, with the dad that, that passed out, they say the, the, he, the dad doesn't know why he passed out, but Lord, just give the doctors insight as to what's going on and how to treat him and treat him well, oh God, that he will be led by you, oh God. Lord, we bless your holy name, oh God. Danielle is asking for comfort for the Wallace family. Lord, again, we know that you are not the author of confusion. Lord, that we call forth mental health to align up with the mind of Christ, oh God, that they can begin to uh Cast, up, cast down those things that try to exalt itself up against the knowledge of God. We have the mind of Christ. We are not scattered. We are not confused. Lord, we will not be fretful. We will not be fearful. But we will call on the name that is above all names, O oh God, to set things in order, O oh God. So, Lord, we cast down uh, any thought that is not of you, O oh God. Anything that the enemy has tried to come up against their minds, oh God, we call it in the or, in, into order, oh God, and we plead the blood over their minds, oh God, that it will line up, oh God, in the name of Jesus. That someone would mute their phones. Lord, I encourage all those and ourselves who are um, asking for prayer, oh God. Lord, that we seek you today through our fast, oh God. That we will be intentional today, that we will put those things before you, oh God, and believe that you will uh, call them into order, oh God. So, Lord, we thank you for being who you are. We thank you that we can trust you, oh God. We thank you that our hope is in you and not in the things that uh, deter us and uh, the enemy tries to throw uh, up against us because you lift up a standard, oh God. So Lord, I thank you on today, oh God, that we can seek you and you will call order unto all things, oh God. Lord, we bless your holy name. We call order to our country, oh God. Lord, we speak to the leaders, oh God, that's leading uh, each state, each city, each country, oh God, that they will line up under the governmental uh, of you, oh God. Lord, we call peace in the land, oh God. Lord, our fast today is part of that, oh God, that we would stand in the gap for things that's going on, the wars, oh God, the the rulings that have been changed around with freedom of right for women, oh God. Lord, we lay it all at your feet. 
that we know that we can come to you, O oh God, and we can call on you and you will set it straight. Lord, we believe that. We trust in that. We believe you, O oh God. Lord, and I thank you. I ask that um, you go ahead and take your phones off mute and go ahead and petition the Lord uh, and make sure once you petition him, you call him out and for who he is, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Shalom, Emmanuel, who's with us. Call him out in the name that you know he is, that he uh, will prevail, oh God, that he is victorious. So call out the name of Jesus. Lay your petitions at, at his feet. Believe them there. Do not pick them back up. Call on the name of Jesus. Go ahead and take your phones off mute. Lord, we thank you, and we thank you, I love 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 you,
We thank you that you are
so we will have no distractions as I pass the call to Dion. Well, good morning, God morning, great morning, and happy Wednesday. Um, before I say anything, I absolutely want to wish my amazing, beautiful, relevant, poignant sister a very happy birthday. Happy birthday, Nadine. Uh, I pray that today is full of God's great peace. And that you just have a wonderful, wonderful day. Um, otherwise, y'all, listen, it's Wednesday. It is the day that we have set aside for fasting and for prayer. Um, it is also um, my favorite day of the week simply because I get to serve. Um, it is an honor always um, to speak life and truth to power so that you will be empowered not just to live, kind of, sort of, but to live from a place of uh, revelation, understanding, um, not just standard conversation in prayer, but, but really prayer and, and power to the degree that something happens inside of you that revolutionizes your life. That's always my prayer. And so I'm grateful to God this morning for uh, another opportunity. Thank you, valuable Valacita. Thank you, Shell, for your prayer this morning. And thank you to each of you that lended your sound, your voice, um, intentionally to uh, prayer this morning. Um, we have been consistently talking about sanctification, and we are right on the heels of closing out another month. Um, and I believe that some things have been said, and I wanted to make sure that uh, in my last opportunity to share uh, on the topic in and of itself, you walk away with a level of security in knowing, understanding, but more importantly, receiving the truth about what sanctification is. I pray that uh, the teachings throughout the month have caused you to reframe how you feel about it, to um, get to a place where you have the capacity to receive the gift of sanctification. How about that? Um, I am going to use a couple of different scriptures, but uh, the primary is going to come from John the 17th chapter, John 17. John, the 17th chapter and the 15th verse. Amen. Um, <clears throat> and just while you're, you're at that, um, right before I begin with John 17, I'm going to go to Acts. 26 and 18, just to frame it, okay? Just to kind of paint a picture. So Acts 26, 18 reads as follows. To open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God. So listen, that they may receive 
forgiveness of sin and a place among those who are sanctified, listen, by faith in me. I'm going to read it again like a regular person. To open the eyes and turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God so that they may receive forgiveness of sins and place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Um, I assure you that as many years as I have been a product of church culture and environment, I really, I didn't understand that sanctification is is only um, captured, only understood. It is only grasped by the word of God empowering you. It's not about acts and deeds because what happens is the more you understand and hear the word of God, the greater level of understanding you have about the access of receiving the love of God, the more word, the more sanctified. Not the stuff that you do, because what what ends up happening, and and as I'm going to go ahead and read John 17 and 15, but, but what you start to understand, and I can only say this based on what I've experienced, Um, I remember intentionally, quote, unquote, trying to be good. Oh, my Jesus, it was difficult. (laughs) It was frustrating. Um, It was not only uncomfortable, but it almost seemed unachievable, which then put me in a, a mental, spiritual, and an emotional state of feeling like I was consistently flailing. But not not just flailing, but failing at Christendom. Let me let me give you this this passage. And again, my prayer is that you grasp that sanctification is something that we receive. It is not about rules. It is not about laws. It's a whole principle that if put in full operation and you make sure that you employ those principles for you, the revelation of who you are based on the pardon that you already got through the shed blood of Christ Jesus, sanctification is a counterpart and is married to the operation of faith. So let me let me give you this scripture so you, so you get it. And I promise I'll... I'll go a little further. I'm not praying that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I'm not of the world. So get this. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is the truth. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. I sanctify myself for them so that they also may be sanctified. Okay, 
All right. Okay. Okay, Holy Ghost. Okay. All right, so get this. <clears throat> I'm not praying that you take them out of the world, right? That that means that we, we occupy, we are inhabitants of this world, but from a different kingdom, right? And and all Jesus is saying, because this is actually Jesus speaking, this is what, what grandma used to call, see it with the red letters. This is this is the red letters, right? So so in other words, Jesus is being kind enough again to intercede for us. He is actively employing who he is on our behalf, considering he is the light of the world and his word is sharp and quick, right? So he says, I'm not praying that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. So it's a an, a different measure of grace that he's requesting of the Father, right? Considering we are not of the world, just as he is not of the world, then he says, sanctify them by the truth. Let me Let me stop right there. Have you ever noticed that the more aware you become, the more enlightened you become, the greater the shift in your thinking, right? The greater the shift in your thinking. I said last week, I believe, nothing is transformed unless there's a revelation. Revelation brings transformation. Um, in Genesis, of course, we know this absolutely familiar passage of Scripture. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing comes by the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing comes by the Word of God, right? The Word of God is is the only absolute truth that we have as believers not only to walk in faith, not only to walk in power, but that each word that, that's written in this book that was given to us as a gift, a roadmap, instructions, um, our liberty, it is one revelation at a time that you start to recognize who you are in Christ. I, I quote this all the time, Psalms 119, 130, the entrance of his word gives light and adds understanding. The greater the measure of light that you not only intake, but that you become, the clearer your understanding that the word was created to enlighten you. The greater the revelation of the truth of the word of God, the greater the measure of application of this truth, the more you understand that sanctification is a gift that we receive and we operate from a place of being informed. The more I start to understand that the, the greater purpose is that I be set apart in such a way that any time God has a desire to use me, I'm not in a position of guilt or shame or condemnation, um, and only because when you honor God with your life, 
and it comes from the posture of your heart. When you recognize the position you occupy as a son of God, and again, this is not about gender, this is not about title, this is about a position by, by osmosis. Just like you have children, there's nothing we withhold from our children that's not good for them. Some things our children just get because they are ours. When you start to understand that you are adopted into this family, you've been grafted in, grace has created a measure that says, even though uh, the world may say you're disqualified, you're qualified. I know that you have a history of this, 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 and this, but I need you to know that it doesn't isolate you from being a part of this bloodline, that all the rules that apply to my quote-unquote biological children, considering we are uh, the, the offspring of Abraham, he is our great forefather, we're part of that great inheritance, that some things you have access to innately because of whose you are, not what you do. After a while, you start to recognize that um, not only do you not have to um, spend most of your time focusing on what not to do, but to the greater measure that you do what you are designed to do, some things simply won't fit in the mold of the opposite. Okay. All right. Okay, so, so let, let's say it like this. Mm, once upon a time, uh, perhaps you were addicted. Let me, let me start with that. And I'll, I'll use, I'll use I've, I've never been addicted to anything but money. Uh, sorry. Um, let's say your, your addiction um, was intruded upon because you know you heard the voice of God. And I'm sure that's somebody's testimony right here on this line. You know that you were called out of that broken place. You know that you were called out of that um, that place that was robbing you. And chances are, during the course of that addiction, everything was bleak and dark. Uh, 90% of the time you spend a whole bunch of time frustrated and doing everything you can, quote, unquote, in your mind to try to fix yourself. But something happened, and whatever created or caused the turnaround pulled you to a place where you began to recognize that addiction no longer served you. For those of you that are now and have been clean and sober for many years, it wasn't because of how good you were, but something inside of you happened based on information that brought a revelation. Could be that a, a long-standing addiction over time has the power not only to destroy your life internally, but also externally, relationally, financially, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, i.e. being informed of that, something happens inside of you to shift your course. Sanctification on the other hand, 
having been betrothed to you or given to you or um, uh, being available or accessible to you is something that you understand. The closer you get to true identity, the closer you get to having, holding, and housing the revelation of who God says you are, the truth of how God sees you, the less your need to do things that would even put you in a mindset of not living a set-aside or a set-apart life. Sanctification or set-apartness means that no matter what's going on, you are available for use at all times. On the other hand, living a life outside of that revelation has a tendency to be self-injurious. It has a tendency to be self-inflicted pain. It has a tendency to mirror what you really believe about yourself. Sanctification, that's, that's all we're talking about. We're, we're talking about getting to a place where um, when you understand that you are a holy nation, a royal priesthood, that you are the righteousness of God. You've been set aside for his personal use, intents, and purposes. You don't want to have uh, fornication on you. You don't want to have, like, it's just certain things that you like, man, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not going there. I don't really crave that because then that takes away my personal understanding of whether or not I'm fit for use. Doesn't change that you are sanctified through grace by faith, but what it changes is your perception of you, right? When when we are in situations where, where we are low-level living and low-level thinking, you don't have the capacity to receive the truth of the fact that you've been sanctified by the Father that Jesus sanctified himself so you too would be sanctified. He demonstrated what it looked like to be set aside for use 24 hours a day, seven days a week. He was the perfect model, the excellent example of the fact that it is not only possible, but that is his desire for you. Like, I don't want to pull him out of here. I want him to learn how to live in it apart from it. The key of learning how to live in it apart from it means that there has to be agreement about the truth of who you are. Now, keep in mind, all he says, sanctify them by what? By the truth. Listen, I'm I'm not a prostitute, so why behave like a hoe, right? You aren't a junkie or an adulterer or a liar or a cheater. So the truth is you are the absolute opposite of all of those. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is the truth. His word, which absolves us of guilt based upon the blood sacrifice that Jesus is, was, and always will be, the fact that his blood will never, ever run dry, it'll never coagulate, it'll always be free-flowing in our direction so that when the Father looks down, all he sees is the blood. All he sees is his children. When you start to understand that some things we guilt ourselves through, 
which is why Romans 8 is in place. There is therefore now, what? No condemnation. We condemn ourselves. And now we take ourselves out of the set-aside place and operate from a place of a lack of knowledge. Why do people perish? Because they don't get it. You don't get that the word sanctifies you. Submission to the truth of who you are, according to Christ Jesus, is the only reason that you would still fall into old habits and old patterns. And listen, don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted. It's it's not something that you perfect overnight. It's not even something that you grasp overnight. But the more you start to realize that you are not a slave but a son, the more you operate from the position of his child as opposed to um, his servant. And I don't mean servant like what we do. We we are servant leaders. We are servant partners with kingdom agendas. But I'm talking about servant like yes, Amasa. You know how when the, the Hebrew Israelites come to your head and they say you serve your master. Ah, boy, that's my daddy, silly. But you can rule yourself to death and law yourself to death. I'm going to operate from this place of revelation of knowing that I am a son, I stand in a place of authority based upon what he did. It's never based upon what I did. The only difference is that at some point in each and every one of our lives, the word says, he who seeks me finds me. When you start to go after the truth of who God is, and you really get that this word has keys and gives access um, to a greater level, a deeper level of understanding in such a way that some stuff you forget you don't even do anymore. <laughs> you, you know how you get to a place in kingdom living where after a while, now you can't trick me with that one no more. You know, there are certain things I'm not falling for. And as time goes on and the greater, deeper understanding you get of who he says you are, the more you spend time in your word, the more you spend time practicing presence and and intentionally connecting with Father, you start to understand that you don't ever have to live beneath your means. Some of the things that we've employed, and this is me talking about me, some of the things that I employed before I got the revelation of who he is, I just did because I didn't know who I was. had nothing to do with anything else. It had everything to do with how I felt about me. It had everything to do with the lack of information that I had to live with a kingdom agenda and objective based from uh, a world mindset, right? Based from a carnal mentality. There, there are certain things you, you don't have to tell me, uh, Dion. Don't, don't smoke crack. That's not something that tempts me. <laughs> That's not something that I'm, I'm interested in. You don't have to tell me, Dion. Don't hit that blunt. Now, once upon a time, I've smoked an eighth of weed every three days. Are you listening to what I'm saying? And the more I got a revelation of the fact that there was something inside of me that was pulling me 
to a higher level of thinking. And it happens for some gradually. For some, God will snatch you into revelation based on how much um, time and intentionality you spend in connecting with God in such a way that revelation starts to happen and you start to gravitate toward the truth of who he says you are as opposed to the lie and the person and the personality and the persona that you created to survive, that you created to trick people into thinking that you live a sanctified life. Because see, some, some of us, especially that are steeped in religion, you you would try to trick somebody into thinking you good when in fact your your heart is still nasty. Your heart is still turned. Right? And it's it's nothing that happens on purpose. Nothing happens until it's time. We go from glory to glory, from faith to faith. That's according to Psalms eighty four. It is our responsibility to work out our own individual soul salvation. You will understand what you are intentional about gleaning from. You will grow to greater heights, and as Valerie say, and deeper depths, <laughs> the more you spend time um, actively seeking what the will of God is for your life. This relationship thing, um, this this kindredness with kingdom living and kingdom understanding, y'all, it's a case by case scenario. It is a person by person understanding. I can't walk um, Rochelle's walk. I can't operate from Valacita's grace. All, all we ever have to do is our responsibility to know what is written for us and of us. Um, okay. My prayer is this is that you would give yourself permission um, to unlearn busying yourself with acts of looking good, (laughs) dutiful things. Keeping in mind, I I recognize the word says faith without works is dead. But, But what if, what if God was gracious enough to expose you to the truth of the word in such a way that just a single habit that you know is um, self-destructive, self-sabotage, in some instances, self-hate, and and I'll say this from my transparent place, until I really understood to a greater level how important it is to not just be sanctified or set apart, but how my my body itself, being the 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 sanctuary, um, I smoked y'all for years. It was generational, and I did it because I wanted to. That's all. Still preach, still pray, and I know for the religious folks, you about to pass out. Child, I don't care. Casted out demons and devils. And then I go smoke a cigarette. You hear me? And then something happens inside of me that said, for where for where you are going, first of all, you stink, stupid. Second of all, what in you feels like you should die? <laughs> because all cigarette smoke is is poison wrapped in paper 
and then we smoke fire. Now, that's just dumb, right? And, and yep, I said it because I did it. I'm not, I ain't, I'm not talking about you that's smoking a cigarette right now. I ain't talking about you. I'm talking about me, right? And then it's literally like um, as soon as I made the active decision to acknowledge the truth of what cigarettes represented for me, I forgot I stopped smoking. For real, if if I just be honest, I forgot I ever did. And of sorts, um, there were were certain things even connected to it because I understand some stuff is generational. My grandmother dipped snuff. My mother smoked cigarettes for years, um, right? And so it was it was hand me down stuff, right? Some of that stuff didn't even belong to us. But once you start to recognize not just your value, but that we have a gift of sanctification that all we ever have to do is access the truth of what it says about who we are. And as a response, sanctification simply kind of just happens. And not that cigarettes is the you know biggest thing or whatever it is that your vice is, whatever your thing is. Um, I'd ask you to examine the root of it. What lie do you believe that gives you permission to persist? Right? From lying to cheating to stealing to getting high to being an adulterer to fornication. To, uh, what lie have you told yourself that, that you feel like gives you permission to stay in that stuck place? What truth have you not given um, into? Because that's, that's the only thing that will keep you um, from operating from a place of revelation is that there is a lie you put in place to stay stuck. That's all. Um, that being said, listen, I pray that you heard me from a different place this morning. Um, I, I didn't want to get preachy. I, just, I, I want you to get it because it takes away some of that um, being being religious, being fake, and being phony, and it really walks you into a place of freedom because now you can start asking yourself the right question. What lie have I put in place to keep me in a place of brokenness, to keep me in a system or a cycle that is no longer serving me? What truth have I not come to? All right. That being said, there may be somebody that jumped on the call a little late. You didn't have a chance to say good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Pastor Dion. Good morning. Good morning, Mrs. Mary. Hey, good morning, Mary. Good morning. Who who was that with the little voice? Nina. Oh, good morning. Good morning, morning, Dion. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning, Keita. 
Good morning. morning. It's Krishanda. God bless you. Love you. Hey, hey, Krishanda. Good morning. I love you more. Good morning. Good morning, sisters. Moxie. Good morning, everyone. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Dion. Good morning, family. This is glorious. Love you. Hey, good morning. Hey, y'all. Hey, what's up, little sis? Hey, bro. Good morning. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> um, hey man, anybody Hello. else? Good morning, Sanaje. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Patsy. Hey, Patsy, mm. good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, it's hey. persistent. Hey, persistent. Good morning. Okay. And who else was that? Was that Sunshine? Hey, Didi. Angela. Hey, Angela. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. It's Cedric on the call. I've been blessed. Hey, brother. Good morning. Good morning, Saints. This is Sister Alicia. Hey, Sister Alicia. Good morning. Good morning, Dion. Cassidy. Good morning. PR here. You hear? Hey, good morning. Uh-huh. Good morning, PR. I was I was trying to say, do, do you didn't text me? Do I sing at seven? When do I sing for ten? Like now or at the end of the call? No, we 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 go, we uh, we could do it in a few minutes. Okay, in a few. Okay, let me warm up. Uh, let me get my tea. Let me get my tea. Let me get my tea. Okay, it's gonna be Kate. Didi, you left your keys at um, Costco. Ooh. I mean, at Kennedy. Ooh. You left, ooh. Yes. Ooh. ooh, the shade this morning. I'm going, I'm going to pray for you, too. <laughs> I need all the prayers. I can get thank you guys for the birthday wishes. I feel so special. I'm so honored to have such an amazing, um, amazing family of sisters and brothers that I've never met. Some of you I've never met, but we all got um, the same daddy who is a lover. <laughs> Go <Amen. on. laughs> Anybody else? Okay. Well, we can walk right on in to love, life, and victory because I know y'all got questions. Hey, Pastor Dion, this is at least a great decoration. Yeah, uh, I realized that God has saved me through coma, off the cardboard, off the ground. I had to realize, and I was on crack and, and, and just running like a mouse, like, you know, cheese just running back in. And I realized, hey, yeah, I'm tired of destroying myself. You know, I can't do it on my own. I, I need to let it go before 
I destroyed myself and, and be dead. Um, yeah, I, I smoking like a choo-choo train. Like that's all. I, that's all my mind was set to do. That's all because of the pain, the pain that I went through, uh, being abused, you know, abused and traumatized and left for dead on the street and all those kind of things. I was trying to forget, so I was medicating and. This is, and then to know that, hey, hey, my heart's going to finally give out as I'm going to get some fentanyl. But, hey, God said, no more. I can take the taste out your mouth. And I was like, no, I think so. I don't think so. Not me because, I mean, I was having uh, gin, uh, uh, old English in my pocket, one pocket, nine pair of pants on. I'm telling you, I was like a skeleton. And I still was running out. That stuff like a cheese, but hey, God has delivered me from eight years. Thank you, Jesus. That I, I, I just didn't know. Hey, hey, this is beautiful being sober and clean. Like I didn't, I didn't think I could function without being loaded in a truck. <laughs> but hey, hey, God told me, oh yeah, He can, and it's beautiful, and it was all worth it. Now what I went through, because He saved me. He, I mean, He saved me through a lot of things. He brought me through from my point in my first way. But my mom is now, I'm doing it through my prayers, not through my mom's, and she's always praise God. But hey, hey, she was right there in the seat. And one day you're going to need Jesus. I don't need Jesus. Oh, yeah, you are. And hey, hey, you're right, Ma. I need it. I'm right here. And I'm pressing and keep on going. Hey, I don't care what it looks like. I got my attitude. And check with my people and noise around me, and even in the church. Hey, hey, I don't need to say, Oh, Lord, here she comes. No, no, thank you. Look, like he gave me an exit. Don't respond. Leave. Get out of there. Yeah. You can't say that because what you've been saying ain't, ain't nothing like Jesus. So, Amen. In my process, <laughs> I thank God that, hey, hey, now, when I go and I, I stay six months out of my mind before I enter your house. Oh, even if I'm driving with these cars, hey, hey, hold me back, Jesus. Amen. So I thank you for your decoration. I'm so glad. Well, we are proud you. of you, Miss Lisa. Thank you have come hey, a hey, long hey, way. Glory, glory. <laughs> Jesus, it's Jesus, it's Jesus. Hey, hey. Thank you. God Amen. bless you. God bless you. Hey, it's Krishanda. I just want to say I love Lisa's father. Amen. Listen. Amen. <laughs> that part. Amen. Anybody else have? I heard PR a minute ago. PR, you were going to say something. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Maybe not. Amen. Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary, clarification. Quick comment of uh, my my sister. Uh, I just feel confirmation. Song coming to me, uh, Kurt Franklin. He'll take the pain away. I think about the sister when she was talking about her, her deliverance, and truly, God will take the pain away, and He will deliver us, and He will sanctify us. He will set us aside of His own. Well, he he look. He won't will okay. out. He did. <laughs> Oh, amen. all we got to do is accept it. You know what? You, you, you right. So he has done it. Amen. Yeah. He has absolutely done it. That's some good news. 
Amen. Anybody else? We'll bless God. Good morning. Good morning, Saint. This is Sister Leisha. You know, I just I just want to appreciate God and appreciate the way He uses you because you are so transparent and real. And for a person like me, you know, from the inner city streets of San Francisco, I need to be able to hear real doctrine that I can apply to my life. And what I really could appreciate about your declaration is how honest you were about, you know, your marijuana smoking your cigarette. And I, too, was addicted to marijuana for many years and smoked almost an eighth a day. By the grace of God, I haven't touched marijuana in over 12 and a half years. And, you know, I used to smoke cigarettes from, like, 18 to 19 because I seen everybody, you know, in my family home and, you know, in the street smoking cigarettes. So I thought that that's what I was supposed to do. They said they have a problem. Let me go get me a cigarette. But God delivered from me from cigarettes real quick because I smoked when it just got sick. But I said, <laughs> I just, you know, so God was like, not for you. But I said all that to say that when you really surrender to God and say, God, not my will, but thy will, and I really want to do it your way, he will take things from us one step at a time. You may need to go to treatment. Some people can get it on the altar. Some people can just wake up one day and be done with it. But when you say, God, help, he going to help you. Because we never were designed to kill our bodies. We were designed to keep them as healthy as possible so we can stay here to carry the message. So for me, the way I live my life now is I trust God, clean house, which means clean my temple inside and out and help others. But I wasn't always like that. It was always about me, what I want, how I want it, how I'm going to get it. It's not like that today. And it's freedom when you do mm-hmm. it God's way. And like I say, I don't know what day that the miracle happened where the light bulb went on, but it did because I just kept steady, just like in that race with the turtle on the hair. As the turtle, I just kept slowly keep doing it God's way, keep praying, keep seeking God, keep getting support, keep doing the things that are positive, and then one day it happened. And so now it's a maintenance. Every morning, get up, pray, ask God for his will, and then move forward in my day. So I just appreciate you, like I said, your transparency and your growth, because I can hear your growth, you know, from just a few, three years ago when I started, I hear your growth. And I know it comes through uh, perseverance and God's uh, grace and God's will. So, you know, I appreciate everybody and have a wonderful day. Amen. Amen. Thank you for sharing, Lisa. Amen. Um, yeah, it's it's a real thing. And and even for some of us who your, your drug of choice may not be um, a, a a, a blunt or a pill or a, some of us, our drug of choice is food. Same, ain't no different. Amen. Ain't no higher place. So come, come on down. That's the thing. Yes, hey. 
disgusting smell. She never smelled like smoke, ever. Maybe she did to other, or maybe I'm just slow. But I know what cigarette smoke smells like, right? But but as my friend, I, I prayed for her. One time, we, several times, we had conversations about it. And she liked doing it, or whatever the reasons were, right? But my point is, is that I, I didn't have a... It was not my job to be judgmental. It was not my job to save her and discredit her. That was not my job. Eventually, she she got it, and I celebrated with her when she did, when she was ready to let go of, you know, what she used as, how, for whatever reason she used it for. Um, and so I don't want to go on and on. I, I just think that this has been such an excellent topic, and I, I pray for those of you that might be struggling with some of the things that you heard based upon the, the, the doctrine that you are currently in um, or what you've heard over the past, um, just pray about it and ask the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you. We don't, yeah, I'm going to stop there. So I'll have a little bit of content for tomorrow. I do. It's um, I, 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 I don't messed around and got free around here. And and Tanya, would you we you say that they were verbal rules, but they was also actions. Because if you wasn't doing what they was doing, you was gonna get popped in top of, on the top of your head, thumped in your neck, maybe your ear probably twisted and and pinched maybe a little bit for mocking the ones in the church when they were sanctified, but we were expected to be sanctified. I, I don't know about y'all, but that that was me. I had to I had to learn the hard way. But when I understood what it really meant that I don't have to apologize because I am loved by the one that gave his life for me. It, it gave, that's a whole, whole nother thing. I'm, I, I'm free. I'm sanctified, set apart, fit for the master's use. So salvation, salvation is, is everything. I can, I can, I don't have to live in bondage. Um, you know, when things happen, I don't have to fret for nothing. I don't have to worry about it. You you said it all, D. Your um, declaration was right on point. I didn't mean to steal your scripture, um, uh, Romans 8, but it is what it is. There is no condemnation. Love you. Well, here, let me, let me, let me give you one better. Get this. I can't even count the number of people while I was still smoking square, <laughs> that got saved, healed, delivered, and set free. And I'd still go smoke my cigarette. Let me tell you why I said that. I said that to say what you, and let, let me say, because I don't, I don't want to mess no babies up. I'm not telling you to do whatever you want. I'm not telling you that it's, it's cool because I knew to don't. I decided to do it. It was, it was my choice. It was my decision. One thing I love about the freedom of kingdom living is everything we do is a choice, y'all. Everything. And, and, and listen, and I didn't have no law in place protecting it. It was probably more... Um, well, I don't know if it was pride. I got I got ask Holy Spirit what that was that would just let me stay in that place for as long as I did. Um, 
it it was almost as if in my mind's eye, well, I'm a, since I ain't doing none of that other stuff at all no more, Lord, this is the last little old funky thing. Let me just have this. <laughs> and and it's almost like I just like I gave myself permission. But but what happens is when you again you start to understand what it is that um the desire of the father is for your life. Certain stuff that you know without a shadow of a doubt just can't go where you headed. I I don't want to get on those stages and need to sneak out in the back to go smoke those square because I was now mind you I hid it for years. I hid it. I I wasn't just I wasn't gonna just sit in front of you and light no square. I was never that tacky. <laughs> I snuck. Anything you still sneaking to do is a thing. It means that somewhere you've not accepted the truth of the fact that you are sanctified through Jesus. That's all. Anybody else? Can I say one more time? I want to say one more time to be absolutely certain that you all understand what's being said here. The, the, the message is not that you have, that we condone sin, that we condone bad behaviors, that we, that we advocate for them, that they, they're okay. That's not the message here at all. At not all. the message. Please, please don't allow yourself to take that and say, well, I'm not, you know, they, they just do any of that. That's, that's, not, that's not what we're saying. Um, what we are trying to communicate is that if there are some struggles in your area, in, in, in a particular area of your life, again, it may not be smoking weed or smoking cigarettes or you know, whatever, it may not be that, whatever, you know your thing, right? Whatever that is. You've not been able to let that go. There's something that's rooted. It's, it's more than likely a spiritual matter that you're holding on to that particular thing, right? And so if I get the picture of the father, his perfect will is that we not engage in those things. However, his, his mercy um, does not cut us off and destroy us. Where sins, sin abounds, I, listen, I don't have no explanation for that. I don't know why he set it up like that. Perhaps because he knew that, well, I won't even try to think on his behalf. I get my point is, is that we want you to not condemn yourself for, for still falling, still, being, still exemplifying a certain amount of weakness um, or um, not trusting God or whatever that is, uh, using that particular thing as a crutch. Um, Dion now realizes she had an epiphany as to why she was doing whatever it is that she was doing. And, and you know, too, right? And so the goal is to help you to be aware of where you are so that you can stop condemning yourself so that you can then trust God. She's trying to demonstrate to you that she then um, understood her position and where she, was, where she was going, where she was headed. There were certain things she had to cut off. And guess what? She could probably got some other stuff she got to cut. Me too, because this is a constant, this is, we don't ever arrive. No amount of rules can help us arrive because we can get so embedded in rules that our rules become our God and we take our mind off of God himself and salvation, right? 
so so again, I hope you understand what I'm saying. I'm just trying to reiterate that we're not living a double standard. We're not living a hypocritical life. We're not saying that, you know, it's okay for you to do X, Y, and Z. That's not our place to say that. We we can't say that in true uh, and be and be um and be correct within the word of God. We can't say that. What we are saying is, is that if you are that person who's still struggling, there's freedom on the other side of your yes. So that you can be prepared to use God, to be used by God at any given moment. And then go back to your testimony, just like Dion went back to her testimony, and say to them, God did it for me. He can do it for you. This is what this is this is what my journey was. I hope that made sense to somebody that might be, you know, struggling or got kind of thrown off by anything that was said this morning. And I'm gonna I'm gonna take it just one one step further. Really what what I said, even even sharing my testimony, is that God will still use you, right? But when your hands are dirty in certain instances, there's a level of guilt that is self-inflicted because if the enemy has an accusation, I need you to understand that he's going to use it every single time. When you take away the things that he can accuse you of because you've given him permission, because you are operating from a place that he can accuse you, it puts you in a place of self-condemnation. Well, if Jesus came so that we would be free, why would you want to be bothered with condemning yourself? for absolutely no reason, when in fact, all you have to do is agree with who God says you are on every level. There was, and and I'll, I'll even give you a better explanation, probably as to why I continued to struggle. There was a part of me that did not agree with or accept who God says I was. That's probably the best explanation I got. There was a part of me that didn't feel like I deserved that fullness that goes with kingdom living and kingdom walking. There was a part of me that still did not agree with the fact that I was qualified for his grace and not based on anything I did. Right? So our sin nature is literally a result, and and we can go all the way back to the garden, is the result of believing a lie of some sort. If you find the lie, you find the freedom. That's all. But That that was good, Dion. That that, was good. That was good. That was real good. Because it ties, it ties, it goes right back to what you said about the whole condemnation piece. So if I don't think that I'm good enough anyway, I might as well keep doing it. You know, I'm a, and, I'm a prove. That's, that's it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a prove, prove to you guys that I'm not worthy. Ah, da, 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 boom. I'm going to prove, I'm going to, you know, I know. And then it also goes back to, you know, in most churches, they don't teach sanctification like this. Mm-hmm. And a lot of churches, they teach sanctification tied in with rules. That's how you're sanctified, is by following mm-hmm. these rules. That's not what the word says. 
that's not but what there's the an internal is. there's an internal ruling that happens see that's that's why we can always refer to the Holy Spirit right and and God will bring you into all truth it is it is by his spirit that the revelation starts to happen it's by his spirit that you start to understand that you are his righteousness. It's by your spirit. Human understanding in some cases um, will, will never give you the capacity to understand the greatness of how God was so gracious. He went inside of himself to create us. He went inside of himself to love us. He went inside of himself to make a decision to call us the beloved of Christ. It didn't come from anything external. Every single thing that he says for us, that he has for us, that he um, betroths to us, that we inherit, came from inside of him. All we ever have to do is receive it. So the, the general prayer is, God, give me the capacity to receive your love in this area, whatever that area is, whatever your area is. This is the thing. People got saved, sanctified, set apart, ministries were birthed, all kinds of stuff happens, right? Imagine to what greater degree it would happen or, or is happening as a result of the fact that I don't have to um, – think extra hard or talk myself out of saying something transparent because now I understand the grace for that. There was a certain grace that he gave me to get to a place where I'm like, okay, God, I'll agree with you. I'll believe that you made me in your image and in your likeness. I'll agree that you made me um, to be seated in heavenly places, I'll agree that uh, you set before me an open door. I'll agree with you. And now the conviction is different, right? The, the confidence is different because it's not in me. It, I, it doesn't have anything to do. None of it has anything to do with me. It has everything to do with what he said about me and me recognizing and having the revelation that it's true. It's true. And it doesn't have to do with anything that I did or any rule that I followed. Inside of myself, there's an internal barometer that has made an active decision to agree with God in every area that I recognize that once upon a time, some things I didn't even recognize. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. Anybody else? Anybody, anybody? All right. Good morning. First, just, and I just want to say this is an incredible um, dialogue, and T and I really do appreciate it um, because it, it's about you. It just is about you and your relationship with the Lord. And in and, and hearing your testimony about you smoking, I just recall um, uh, Joyce Myers and her testimony about her smoking. And she was well into, God was elevating her into uh, speaking in front of huge, you know, crowds and people. And she used to go out in the back and smoke. And she said she would lie down in the back of her car. And she said, I'm sure that people look at the car like, what's going on? That's crazy. Because they would see smoke in the car, but she would be down 
um, in the seat, curled up smoking. She said, so she smoked for years until the good, until she accepted whatever she needed to accept. But the point is that God used her during that time in a mighty way. So I just, when I think about the goodness of the Lord and what you just said, and but you gave us even more than just that. It was so much more um, that's going to help, I know, me um, identify what I am not aligned with, what, and open my eye. I just, I just, I just hear a shout in my soul. That's what I hear right now. So I, I, I really do appreciate this teaching. Thank you, sis. Amen. Amen. And at the end of the day, that, that's all that matters. If, if one person gets the revelation of how perfect God sees you, even in your imperfections, even with your brokenness, he never changes his mind about what he has already said of who you are. He's just waiting on you to agree. And God doesn't take anything. We receive his grace from a place of truth that gives us permission to change our mind about whatever that thing is. So now I gotta feel like I wonder do they do they smell me? I wonder do I smell like smoke? I don't I don't have to feel like that. I don't have to be uncomfortable when when it's time for me to share or to you know or to to go somewhere and speak. I don't have to feel any kind of way. That's that's yeah that's not a that's no longer a thing. Amen. 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 Um, Amen. Go go ahead. Were you going to share or no? Amen. All right, guys. Well, if there aren't any additional questions, comments, or commentary, I'll go ahead and give you some time back. I pray that something that I said reminds you just keep going. Just keep showing up. Just be intentional about spending time in the Word. I assure you that when it's all said and done, when you start to receive what he's saying about who you are, everything starts to shift. The only thing that God is waiting on is for you to agree with what already is. All you have to do is receive it. It's just a matter of the process, y'all. It's just a matter of the process. Just don't try to wiggle out of the process. Stay in that thing. A greater work weight of glory is coming. All you got to do is keep going. That's it. Praise All right, Lord. guys. Again, it is Wednesday. It's our fast day. We meet back here at 5. Last week, I missed the whole call. I was like, what in the world? I was working. I was a little busy. Um, but I did fast. So I, I just want to extend the invitation because I, I will tell you this. Consistency in fasting keeps you humble. Um, and it keeps you before God. In, from your broken place, which is necessary to get to the next level. 
Just agree with God. That's all I can tell you. Love y'all. Hear you at 5 o'clock. If not, I'll hear you tomorrow. Bye, guys. God bless everyone. Hey, happy birthday, Tan. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Tan. Love you guys. Love you guys. I love you. Thank you, Yvonne. Thank you. I love you too. <laughs>